This is Live Well Talk on Cancer Survivorship. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UA Point Health St. Luke's Hospital. While many of us are planning to celebrate National Accordion Awareness Month in June, it's also National Cancer Survivors Month. And returning the podcast today is Heather Domer, survivorship nurse practitioner at the Helen G. Nassif Community Cancer Center to discuss the survivorship clinic, which offers a variety of support services to cancer survivors, regardless of when or where they were treated. Welcome back, Heather. Thank you. Nice to be here. Give us an overview of what cancer survivorship is. I mean, I think you, you make the easy assumption that it's somebody that had cancer and they survived, but go in a little bit more depth of what it means. Sure. So the definition that we use is actually um, from the start of diagnosis um, until end of life. So anytime in between there, um, we specifically kind of focus on those patients that have just finished up treatment um, and the side effects that they're having and, um, you know, where they're going from there. How are we going to get them from the end of their treatment into this new normal? Okay. And about what's the size of the, what's the number of patients you're taking care of at any given time? Well, in general, I usually see patients just for like a one-time survivorship right. care plan, we call it. Um, and so, you know, it, it kind of varies. Some weeks are busier than others, obviously. But um, yeah, so most of the time I see them for a one-time survivorship care plan. As okay. long as patients are doing well and they don't have a lot of side effects or problems with things, then they'll just go back and see their oncologist for their cancer surveillance. Um, there are a few that if they are having some side effects and I feel like I can help them, then I'll see them more on a regular basis. Um, and then we also have a few that are more long-term that have already completed like five to 10 years of follow-up with their oncologist. And then they, but they're not really feeling comfortable maybe going back and just seeing their family doctor. So then they'll come in and see me. Majority of those are breast cancer patients. Okay. If if I've completed my that initial survivorship and I have problems, I can call you and get some help from you, correct? Once I'm definitely. Yep. Anytime. I mentioned in the opening uh, the variety of services provided. Could you list off some of those services? Tell what they entail. Um. Sure. Yeah. So first of all, with the survivorship care plan, um, that just kind of goes over what they've already had done as far as treatment. Um, reviews that, reviews with them what their survivorship surveillance should look like, who's going to follow up with what. Um, And then, you know, it also talks about, like I said, those side effects. So if they are having side effects, the services that we can help with, um, we have exercise program. Um, We have an exercise specialist. Matt has been on several of the podcasts here. Um, And he does a lot of one-on-one work with patients um, as far as getting them exercise. Uh, And then we also have exercise classes. That's been the nice thing that recently we were able to resume those classes. We're doing yoga um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then Tai Chi on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then also we're doing, we're recording those and putting them on our website so that people who maybe live farther away or still don't feel comfortable coming in because of COVID, um, they can follow along at home and they can do, you know, do their exercise whenever they push play on the um, recordings there. So that's been nice. 
Um, we have dietitians that are available um, if anyone has any diet questions or concerns. Um, we have massage therapy available, um, acupuncture therapy. We have our healing energy. We have skin care available, um, meditation, um, those kinds of services that are available for patients. Um, we also kind of focus a little bit on um, neuropathy. And so that's kind of what the acupuncture is for, is for if they've had chemo-induced neuropathy. Um, the acupuncture can be helpful for that. Has chemotherapy-induced neuropathy, the incidence of that fallen off with newer, newer uh, the, the MABs and the BLABs and all that uh, medicines, or is it still the same as what it used to be? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't see it quite as much with the, with the immunotherapy, yeah. um, but there are still people that are getting chemotherapy. Textier um, would be the most common one that causes it. Um, so I do still see some of that. Um, just kind of depends on what they're having. Neuropathy is not an easy um, disease state to treat. It's uh, it's 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 complex, uh, and there's a lot of you can specialize and be very busy if you just took care of neuropathy by itself. Um, yeah, definitely. And then also chemo-induced cognitive dysfunction is another thing that we focus on here. Yeah, so there can be some cognitive problems. They call it chemo brain. You've ever heard that wonderful little term that they sometimes use and that it's not real common either, um, but it does happen with those that are that have chemotherapy. And so um, I have some stuff that we can do for that too and, and work on that together and um, also do some referrals over to occupational therapy for that. So we're still in the pandemic. Yeah. There is still the mitigation measures. We just had some meetings this morning about opening things up in a stepwise fashion, very methodically about that. So for the most part, uh, is the cancer center back to what it was pre-pandemic as far as patient interaction? Um, well, I wouldn't say we're pre-pandemic, but <laughs> I would say we're getting there. We're working on getting there. Um, the exercise classes, like I said, started in, back up in April. Um, we haven't done any of like the cooking demonstrations or that kind of thing yet. Um, but, and we're still limiting the amount of patients that can come in. And of course, we're still requiring the mask use um, while when here, but we're getting there one step at a time. Yeah, it's, it's, you see the light at the end of the tunnel and uh, I'm confident it's not a train, uh, that it's a good light. And, uh, you, you know, with the, distribution of the vaccine. It just keeps, news gets better every day. And uh, it feels nice to kind of get back to normal on some things. Because yeah. I imagine it impacted some of these survivors that uh, this this is part of their treatment plan. And it was probably suspended for a time during the pandemic, correct? Or at least in person. Yeah, definitely. I, I really focus on the wellness of patients and really want them to be exercising and um, healthy foods, and we go through all of that kind of stuff too. And so, yeah, it's it's been rough with COVID yeah. for everybody. But I think telemedicine will have a place in the future. I think that place that role was developing prior to the pandemic. Uh, I think it's escalated, right? You know, during yeah. the pandemic, but it's just not the same as meeting someone in person. No, definitely not. Uh, so how can, if I'm a survivor, how do I know about you? How do I schedule an appointment? 
So um, most of the time I get my referrals like from radiation oncology or the medical oncologist will refer okay. the patient to me. Um, but definitely if someone is having some problems and they'd like to see me sooner or they've had the side effects from 10 years ago and want to talk about them, um, now they can just call up to um, our front desk. Uh, 319-558-4876 is our phone number and they can always get an appointment with us. Um, they can also go online to get that phone number at our um, website. Okay. So if they move to the community, they didn't get their treatment here, but they are a cancer survivor, your door is open to them. Yes. The, the whole community cancer center door is open to them. Any of the services that we provide are available to any cancer patient, no matter if we've treated them here anywhere else. Wow. You know, every time I do a podcast with someone from the uh, cancer center, it just always blows me away, you know, that uh, the the continuum of care that you provide, the depth of service, the dedication, and, and the enthusiasm. I can see it on your face. You're, you, 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 you're passionate about this, and it shows. And, yeah, and, 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 and patients pick up on that. And the, it just, it, it's just a better patient experience for, and, and provider experience as well. So Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. This was great information. Once again, this was Heather Domer, survivorship nurse practitioner at the Helen G. Nassif Community Cancer Center. For more information, visit communitycancercenter.org slash survivorship. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.